Hey, M4C Podcast. This is Nikea. I'm super excited to be back. I have an amazing story to share with you guys, so stay tuned. All right, M4C, let's get into it. So um, about a month and a half of half ago, um, I experienced a, my family experienced rather, a, a death um, my granddad passed away, my father's dad, and it was really sad. Um, <clears throat> me and my granddad had a pretty good relationship. Um, I would talk to him often, and he was extremely supportive of me, um, and just really kind and compassionate. We didn't always have this relationship. I think it wasn't when I, um, was in high school, I believe like my junior year of high school, that's when um, I began to talk with him and just really get to know him. And um, that has been um, almost eight years ago. And so I'm just I'm really excited that for about um, eight years that we were able to build something just really beautiful. Um, the reason why I wanted to come on and talk about this in particular, because I also experienced another death that was like just something that I'm still trying to process to the death of my aunt. But the reason why I wanted to talk about this one in particular, because this one was my first time ever experiencing, um, a Muslim funeral. And, um, I just thought it was really important, um, to share it with you guys because it was something that was like really monumental in my faith walk with Jesus and I just really feel like that it would inspire others and so um my granddad passed and I got the news from my little sister then I called my dad and after I spoke to my dad um who was just distraught just really sad and just trying to figure out what he was going to do and how he was going to do it and um and mostly just just you know all the feelings and emotions that you that you feel when you lose a parent and um so I just thank God that I was able to be there for him and just pray with him um or just talk to him rather and pray with him after um yeah, so after I got off the phone with my father, um, I then talked to my grandmother who told me um, just about some of the things that my granddad wanted. Um, my grandmother being my granddad's ex-wife, she just knew him a lot better than all of us and she knew that he wanted a Muslim funeral. Um, and because she was a part of the... Um, Muslim um, religion at one point she knew what to expect more than we did um, and she was able to kind of like guide us through through it and tell us what to do what to wear you know how to act um, not so much how to act but like what actions rather we would need to take in preparation for it um, and she said you know you guys are gonna have to dress modestly or you're going to have to wear a hijab. 
And when she said that, immediately I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm down. I'm super excited about this um, because it was a chance for me to honor my granddad. Um, and I just loved, loved him so much. I love him so much. So um, I didn't see it as an issue. I didn't feel like it was compromising my Christianity. I was just really, um, really just honored and, you know, just super excited to to honor him in this way in any way that I could to honor his legacy um and so I got off the phone with my grandmother and I called my mom and I just let her know um my mom was with me when I got the news and I was just talking to her and letting her know everything that was going on and, and um And I think after I talked to my mom, and this is not because of anything that she said, um, like some some hours or even some days went by, and I was just kind of like, I I would say religion began to set in. (laughs) And um, it was just kind of like, wait, I have to wear a job, I have to dress modestly, I have to go to a mosque, like, mm, I don't know about all of this, I don't know if I feel comfortable. And... um, after that I talked to my mother again and she was just like basically you tripping (laughs) and this is going to be an amazing experience um and how I was gonna look so beautiful and so um I just took my mom's advice and um I stopped thinking about whether or not this would make Jesus upset like I, I I put that out of my head because that's just it was just I knew it was just a lie and I knew I just felt so much love and because I know that my God is love um I knew that all of this was coming from a pure place and I could put that worry out of my mind and not worry about that anymore and so we went through the process of getting me to New York booked the flight I got to New York about 2 a.m the next day um, well, actually, the same day, later that day, me and my sisters were getting ready. Um, and we were helping each other to put our hijabs on. And we made sure that, like, what all that we were wearing were, everything was, like, modest. And um, and so while we were helping putting um, on the hijabs on each other, we just looked at each other. We was like, wow, we look so beautiful. Um, and we really did. Um, and it's just, it's honestly something I can't explain, but we, we looked really, really beautiful. And so we, um, went over to the mosque and we greeted our dad. We saw our dad and gave him a hug and all of that. Um, I forgot something like that was just like so key about wearing her job is that you need, uh, safety pins and I didn't have any safety pins and so my hijab was just looking real sloppy and so um if anyone who knows Brooklyn we were on like Fulton and Nostrand that is just nothing but stores and so while my sisters were talking with my dad I decided to go and look for some safety pins um first store didn't have them second store didn't have them third store didn't have them mind you it was extremely hot and so I'm walking down the street with this hijab literally sun is shining on me and I'm feeling God's presence literally just feeling like God is just so near and close to me and so I go into the third store don't have him I come out and God checks me he's like see this is religion I'm like huh what he's like yeah like you're outside 
it's hot you can't find the safety pins you want your hijab to be perfect and would it be okay like would you accept that you know it just wouldn't be perfect you know would you get over the fact of other people talking about how it's not perfectly situated on your head you know would you like just like let that go like if you don't find safety pins and I'm just like "Mm." it's like yeah it becomes religion the moment it becomes something other the moment it becomes about something other than love and in that moment it wasn't about like love anymore it was about I don't want to, like, disrespect this religion. I don't want people talking about me. And I was hot and I was sweaty. And God was just like, girl, like, everything is going to be okay if you don't find a safety pin. (laughs) And so he checked me. And I was still like, all right, God, I'm going to try one more store. So thankfully, I went to the last store and they did have safety pins. And these safety pins are so clutch. I still have them to this day. I just used one yesterday. Thank the Lord. It's the, these safety pins are the gift that keeps giving. So, um, got the safety pins. I'm walking down the street, and I felt people looking at me, but I didn't feel like they were looking at me with like ill intent to like do me harm. And I know that may not be everyone's experience who addresses uh, in any type of Islamic or Muslim garb, um, and so. I also felt like a camaraderie. And so as I'm walking back um, to the mosque to meet my dads and my, my dad and my sisters, um, another African-American Muslim woman see me and she said, "Assalamu alaikum. And normally when someone says that, you, you reply, wa alaikum salam. But um, I honestly can't tell you what I said <laughs> back to her. But I genuinely felt a camaraderie and I felt the community Um, I felt like I was like in community, like there was a community around me and we were recognized by what we wore. Um, I think by Christianity is different. And this is why we definitely have to work on our love walk because the word of God says they will know us by the way that we love. And so, no, we may not walk around with a hijab and dress immodestly. Um, so that people can know like that this is the faith that we practice, but people will know us by the way in which we love and the which we care about others and how we love our enemies. Um, and so that just stood out to me. And I was just like, just thank you, God, for ministering to me in that way and just ministering to me throughout this entire experience. And so I'm walking back and um I, with my sisters, we're taking pictures, and then we walk in, and it's time for the funeral. One thing you have to do before you get into a mosque is take your shoes off. And so we took our shoes off, and we walked over, um, and we sat down. And my grandfather's coffin was just a basic, like, one, probably, like, six pieces of wood, um, top, bottom, sides, and then there was like a cover over and they put like a cloth, um, like a blanket over the casket. Um, and we sat down and they began with the ceremony and they just talked about prayer and they talked about um, dua. They call prayer dua. 
Um, and I learned a lot about what they believe in, you know, what my grandfather believed in. Um, and what my grandfather believed and what Muslims believe is that if you, when you um, die, it's still a part of life. It's still like a journey in your life. And, you know, the other side is eternity. Um, but in order for you to get into heaven, those who are still left on earth have to pray and ask God, you know, to forgive you of your sins and to let you get into heaven. And so when I'm learning this, I'm just like, wow. And I'm just like, thank God for Jesus, because if I have to rely on other people to get me into heaven, then I don't know, y'all. I don't, I don't know if those around me are that, rel- I don't know. <laughs> y'all, I was just like, thank God for Jesus. So that's what I learned. Um, and even before then, we went up to view his body and when I tell you I still remember that moment with such vividness um I've never seen death look so beautiful my grandfather he wasn't pumped with a bunch of toxins he wasn't um like he didn't have on makeup they they didn't try to dress death up for him he was y'all he was moisturized I touched his face and it felt so soft um and he just looked so soft and clean and beautiful and he was wrapped in this white cloth um a part of the Muslim culture is that the son and the minister um you know they prepare the body and Um, My dad was a part of that process, and I definitely was praying for him because I knew that had to be hard to be, like, for him to have to prepare his his father's dead body for burial. Um, But I just want to say, Dad, if you are listening, you did a wonderful job, and I'm super proud of you. Um, Granddad looks so beautiful. I've been to funerals where they tried to dress death up. And in that moment, wow, for the presence of God, in that moment, it was just like, there's no need to dress death up. Death is death. And I feel like we try to dress it up, put makeup on it and and stuff like that to help us out. But um, there my grandfather was and death, it really painted the picture of death not being a final destination in life, like how beautiful he looked. It, it was just, like, so convincing, like, this is not his final destination, like, he's, he's going on into eternity, like, this is just a stop, this is just a stop, um, and his skin was just so soft, um, yeah, he just looked so beautiful, um, so I stood there with my sisters, looking at his, looking at his face, looking at his body, um, and this beautiful white cloth wrapped around, like cradled his face. Um, and then we walked away and as we walked away, that's when I became overcome with emotion and I seen his wife and I hugged her. Um, and then I sat down and I watched his wife get up to view his body and then I knew that she would need support. So when she sat down, I, when she 
came from came back from viewing his body um I su- went over to her to support her and give her a hug and then we sat down together and I stayed with her the entire service and that's when I began to learn more about the culture and about the religion um and the ceremony didn't last long if you were 10 minutes late you missed a lot it was about 45 minutes long nothing at all compared to a christian ceremony okay (laughs) nothing at all um it's also a part of the muslim culture for the muslim men to feel like they have to take on the family of the muslim brother or sister that passed away um and so we had a lot of people coming up to us and just saying like if we needed anything at all that they would be there to help support us and I thought that was very kind um so after you know learning more about the faith and the Muslim brothers got together and and prayed and everyone kind of said their prayers um and you know I was praying and calling on Jesus and just thanking him for his nearness for his closeness and and just praying for peace and and all of that um the ceremony was over and so my dad helped to close the coffin and um they closed the coffin and they took him outside and um he was buried in in Jersey and we weren't able to go it wasn't a lot of space but he was buried in Jersey and um and yeah so me and my sisters um we're standing outside and, you know, talk, just talking to family. It's so funny. There was, like, people stopping on the street just looking at us. And I know it's because we look so beautiful. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, it was, it was a really just amazing experience. And um, God just really began to, to minister to me about... Um, being called to the nations and I know this is like just something bold to just throw in into like me describing this entire thing but I've gotten words so many words about oh you're a prophet to the nations and (laughs) but um which 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 I do believe just because God has shown um that to me in in so many ways and just how I meet people that are from different countries um, and it, it's, it's one thing to say, you know, that a person is called to a nation, to the nations. And then <clears throat> it's another to not realize that, um, just within my sphere of influence, that there's nations around me. Um, and do I know how to respond and love these nations? You know, it's like, we can, we can say that we're called to the nations, but that takes a certain level of love and humility and you really have to um, be, it's like you have to know without a shadow of doubt that your faith in God is solidified. Um, and I'm not saying that like you won't have moments, you know, where it's like shaky. I'm just saying like you have to know that like there's nothing that you can do to separate yourself from his love um because the spirit of religion will try to come in 
and make you you like be unapproachable or just be like a stuck up person or just like a person who isn't accepting of other people's religion or culture that does not mean that you have to believe in what they believe in but God is love and as much as we don't want to believe it like God loves like he loved the world that's why he sent his son you know and um and I'm still growing in this and I'm still trying to navigate this but more and more like as I just live my life and um and not be so like uh not be so I guess just like afraid of the world um I'm actually realizing that there's nations around me um and I can show forth the love of God without leaving the country to nations now do I plan on traveling oh yes but when I do I feel like I'll definitely be ready and prepared um, and just how to navigate different settings and just know that God is the God of the world and God is the God of the earth and wherever I go, he is and I can walk and move in love and show love to everyone because that is how people separate a Christian um, from anybody else. That is how people separate a believer from any other religion and believe in Christ from any other religion by the way that we love. And so I'm just super honored to have had this experience and um, to get to know my family more. Um, and I honestly felt so beautiful in the hijab. I felt covered and um, I know that God covers me. But when I say like I honestly felt covered, I felt like I can, you know, I, I felt beautiful even with like more clothes on and I think that's like a big deal that even a lot of Christian women struggle with um, or just women in general but I know like for Christian women that's something we think about um, like dressing modestly um, does that take away from who we are does that mean that like we have no more identity and and stuff like that if we're if we're wearing more clothes and but no like I just want to be a witness that when you're like wearing more like it doesn't take away from your beauty like you don't have to show everything to feel beautiful and um to each their own I'm not judging anyone I'm just saying, like, my experience, like, with the hijab and, like, what I was wearing, I felt gorgeous. Like, I felt covered. And, and yeah. Um, so this was truly an amazing experience. And I'm just so grateful for it. Um, I'm just so grateful for God and how I, <laughs> I, when I tell you, I felt his nearness and his closeness the entire time. It was wonderful. Um, and so I hope this blessed someone. And if you are someone who gets words like your call to the nations, just be ready and just begin to learn how to interact with different cultures. Um, and just really, you know, engross yourself in the love of God and, and don't be afraid to be saturated with the love of God and to go to 
deeper places of intimacy with his love and to know what his closeness and his nearness feels like. Because you're going to need to know if you're called to the nations and you're going to be experiencing different cultures, talking to different people of, of other religions, um, then you need to know that your father is always with you. And so I love you guys so much. And I'm so glad to have experienced this and share this experience with y'all. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Um, and definitely share on all social media platforms. Um, and yeah, I love you guys. And this is the Millennials for Christ podcast. And I'll talk to you soon.